0: The Fillmore is amazing. I've been just, you know, we're so lucky that it's here, but now they all kind of blend together. I'm like, fuck, how <laughs> privileged are we that there's so many Fillmore shows that they blend together?
1: That was photographer Morgan Scheidler. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Today's podcast is part two of Morgan's story. In it, she will talk about starting an all women's monthly speaking event in the city. Here's Morgan.
0: Can we talk about That's What She Said a Little? Oh, absolutely. Please okay. do, yeah. <laughs> because I think that's a pretty good San Francisco story, actually. Absolutely. Um, so, Harmony, who owns this bar that we're in, Social Study, and I worked together at a little-known restaurant called Max's on the Square in 2004. Okay. And that's how we met. And it was a diner on Gary and Mason... And they still, ha- I think they have Max's Opera Cafe and they're like an airport now. Oh yeah, but I thought I had one. made the big time because I was working in this Union Square diner. And Harmony was a bartender. I was a server. And she was the only female bartender. and the only female really that worked in any restaurant I'd ever worked in who just had more power in how she held herself and how others treated her. Than I'd ever seen. Um, I didn't do well working in restaurants for a variety of reasons, but the sexism was a big part of it, right? Like you're just bumping up against it everywhere you go. Like you, you know, in the kitchen in certain ways, your managers, your tables, like everyone is just treating you in their weird "you're a woman" kind of way. Um, and they didn't treat her like that. Um, so I always had a lot of respect for her. I was a little intimidated because she's amazing. Um, we had a good rapport I would not say we were great friends but a lot of respect for each other and then we both went on from that restaurant to do different things and she went on to open this place eventually Um, and I would pop in we're acquaintances and she you'd have to ask her but I think it's like six years it's been a while and and she she ran the the bar at Farmer Brown before this so Um, And that was a really great, still is, but it was a great restaurant and it was really cool when that was getting going. A lot of people from Max's actually went over there. It was in the same neighborhood. um, So a lot of great people came from that restaurant, actually, um, and went on to do amazing things. But uh, so Harmony had called me very soon after the election about doing a photo show. And... I was so honored that she reached out to me because I have so much respect for her and she wanted me to work with another photographer, his name is um, Marcel Turner and him and I didn't know each other but I knew his work and I was very impressed with his work. He does street photography and um, you know I was like yeah of course like anything. He's He's in Oakland now but he has SF roots also Um, and at the time. I had been bouncing around to all the protests really since even before the election because before the election was you know when police brutality was the awareness of it was peaking you know sure. it was just there was a lot of protests happening mm-hmm. that were major you know freeways were getting closed and so I was out there doing a lot of those photo- that photography and so was he and I think she was seeing it on social media and and envisioned um, a show that she wanted to have at the social studies, so um, I came to meet with her and him one day, I think it was December of last year and um, he ended up not being able to make it for a variety of reasons and and her and I you know got to talking about the show, but really got to talking about the election and where we felt how we felt about feminism and all of it and a major takeaway was, you know, the role women played in the election, and I think this is pertinent to what we're talking about now because of what happened in Alabama, and we're we're in a similar space where obviously black women know what's up and they're <laughs> voting in their interest, but white women are voting against themselves, um, clearly. And so, what is happening, you know, that women don't know who they are and what they're worth, um, and. Uh, so we just started talking about how complex and unique our journeys and experiences are and how much we have to overcome and how, and, and just the women that we know personally, like how they are thriving and, and doing amazing things but have had these hurdles, you know, that they they kind of keep to themselves and downplay and, you know, don't name and why would they because they're too busy moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. And what if we created a night where we just really featured um, the story of one woman and you know kept the space really really tight and safe like you know women only and no social media and no video and you know you just have to be present set like really tight guidelines about how we're doing this to connect because if we don't because why not and let's just try and see what happens and you know, it was it was a great conversation. She was on, she was very like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay. And I'm you know having so much respect for her already, and trust in her, you know, vision. I was like, oh well, if you feel it, and she had the space to offer, obviously. Like, yeah, she has she has far more to risk, and far more to, you know, because to me, I'm like, well, why would anyone want to do this? Why would anyone want to listen to? you know there's that internal dialogue that all women have which is why do you care what I have to say because so many people have silenced us forever in our varying experiences of that and so for her to be so unequivocally like yes we're doing this I can't wait how let you know and then and then with the follow through um, it, it was amazing and so uh, she's the one that came up with the name so we came up with you know we picked a schedule like okay we'll do it the first Monday of every month kind of like tone set for the month Um, we'll call it that's what she said which is not only clever but it's reclaiming like a sexually derogatory uh, phrase and um, and we'll just try it and we'll use it you know to showcase the women in our immediate community that we know first and just see what happens you know and um and so our first one was february of last year which happened to be two weeks after the women's march in dc and i was also simultaneously doing a little bit of organizing to get out to dc with a group of women here Mm -hmm. um and i was noticing through that experience without going deeply into that um the struggle that was attached to that organizing because it was it was attached to him, right? It was attached to this president that we don't support. It was rooted kind of in negativity. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was in resistance to that, but it wasn't in empowering us and getting in touch with ourselves and just figuring out how to do this on our own. Um, Being
1: proactive versus Right, versus reactive. react, exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. And, th- and I see as the root cause, whether it's right or wrong, that, we don't have space to connect that's totally safe. We can't right. really do it on the internet. We can't do it in person because no offense, but when there's men present, None you know, taken. some men are all right yeah. and, and they love it and they embrace it, but inevitably, which also we see it every single month when we post signs and we give warning and we say, okay, at this time, it's a private event and the men need to leave. Every single month without fail, there are men saying, Terribly shitty things right. to us as we ask them to exit.
1: Almost proving not a point, but it's like this is you, this is why we're doing this, right? It's like
0: we just need to create one space for two hours once a month, and it's not asking I, yeah. much. And also, <laughs> Harmony owns the damn place, right. and and she happens to be very pregnant right now. And so last month when she's doing it and men right. are talking, it's just like it, it's mind boggling, but but also it was a whole process to really believe firmly in that piece it was hard for us even so what happened was we started her and I and very quickly there were women Erin your girlfriend being one of them who was like I'm support this I want to be a part of it I want to help and not only did these women do that but they have shown up full-on so now we have five just seriously committed women that are volunteering our time and and we've had now which is unbelievable and next week we're going to have a makers night you know featuring women of all ages all backgrounds all ethnicities and women are they're connecting they're creating relationships and I truly believe that next year this shit is going to blow the fuck up and we're ready you know and um, so it's to date the most proud Thing that I've ever been a part of, and um, and I believe you know we have like a like a secret Facebook group. If you've come in, you've been in the audience, you can be in this Facebook group, and um, you know that's that's growing and like forming. That we're trying to create that safety in the room that is can happen online. I was gonna say it must feel
1: really great, you know, both literally slash physically to close the door, and then but also just to have. That time and that space right. where it's women. I mean the it's thing by for of uh, Yeah.
0: The thing that it is in to be a woman is that you don't always know that you're being harassed when you're being harassed. You don't always know that you're being assaulted when you're being assaulted. You don't always know that you're being discriminated against. And without the space to like talk through experiences and then have see what lands and then you know so each woman it's 20 minutes to to share they go any angle they want personal professional whatever and then there's questions at the end um and to see what lands and how those questions kind of come back in the dialogue we're talking about all those things in our in terms of our personal experience we're not posting articles about our theories about these hot topics We're saying when I was this age mm-hmm. this happened and because of that I took it and went here or this affected my decision there and that affected my journey because mm-hmm. and you have a room full of women who are like fuck I have similar experiences that I have not connected the dots on right and um, you know it's just the most powerful thing I've ever witnessed in terms of community building for women right and so the fact that and everything has been very organic so we didn't plan to do this two weeks after the Women's March it just happened to be the timing of that conversation right. and the first Monday that we could get on the books right you know we didn't plan this event knowing that there was going to be a national dialogue about women's rights and harassment you know eight months into what we're doing Right. Um, so now not only do you have this local cohort of women that are ripe and ready and practiced at coming together we have like an established history and a little bit of a community that to pull from to do some real work Absolutely. and we don't really know what that is but that's the difference between what we're calling like you know true feminine leadership where we're not outcome driven we didn't create this so that we you know, achieved something at the end. We just created something because we knew we needed it. And we're nurturing it. We're containing it. And we're letting it grow into what it could possibly be. So... Um,
1: what might my female listeners need to know if they want to come to...
0: Um, they need to just come. <laughs> so if you're a female listener and... You have any curiosity about anything that I just said, please just come to a first Monday of the month. Every single month is different. We have different themes based on the experiences of the women. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you get a sense. You can see um, all our past speakers are there. Our flyers have information, you know, kind of little mini bios for each speaker. Yeah. Um, we do have a website that's what she said, SF.com. It's pretty basic right now but it'll it'll grow Um, but if you're a female listener and and you're looking to connect with women in a way that you never have before that's outside of your own network because I think we as women typically are good about connecting to our circles and really letting our our walls down and 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 letting it all come out in our very close small circles Um, But what we're learning is that that's not enough collectively Um, We need to do a little bit more um, To share our experience and learn about How to move forward how to take power (laughs) How to lift each other up in ways that we never have Um, and it's already happening Um, And so I would say just come and kick it and sit in the back. You don't have to do anything um, it's from seven to nine the first Monday of the month so come in January we're gonna do some mindfulness vision setting stuff and um, not New Year's Day which is a not Monday, new right? Year- oh right thank you for so putting yeah, that out. No, I wanted to do it on New Year's Day because I thought that was so <laughs> magical but serve bloody Mary um
1: <laughs> no this I, I, I think this is gonna release January 2nd so it would be the oh 8th, okay I guess
0: Okay, yeah, so if this comes out January 2nd, January 8th, um, from 7 to 9, um, it's going to be amazing. And if you can't make it this month, then come next time.
1: You can follow Morgan on Instagram at Morgan Scheidler. Scheidler is spelled S-H-I-D-L-E-R. The next That's What She Said is Monday, January 8th, at The Social Study. The guest speaker that night is Sarah McLeod. The event starts at 7, and in case you weren't paying attention, it is women only. Well, that wraps up Morgan Scheidler's episode of Storied San Francisco. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Storied SF. Our Facebook page is a really great way to share your own stories and talk with other members of the community. The page can be found at Storied San Francisco. Our website is storiedsf.com. And we've got some more of Morgan's photos up over there. If email is your thing, we can be reached at storiedsf at gmail.com. Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald, a.k.a. Joe Bigale. Thanks, as always, for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday with an all-new episode of Storied San Francisco.